Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations around the messy intersection of faith, family, and business. Uh, Today, I am sitting in a place called Lansdale, Pennsylvania. I'm sitting in the parking lot as my wife is going shopping. Uh, It's actually a wonderful mall here by the looks of it. She's in Macy's, and it is huge. Well, compared to Reading, that is, and pretty much anything is large compared to Reading, California. So we're over here, we're looking at houses, and we're in the middle of uncertainty. Um, We have yet to sell our house in Reading. Uh, We've got a word from the Lord and a timing that works with our family, and we're holding and stewarding all of this. So what do you do in the middle of it where you've got promises from God and you're stewarding what he said and you kind of walking towards some deadlines and the timing's not working? And then what do you do? Do you make something happen? Do you wait? Do you step forward and trust him? I can find scriptures to back up whatever I want. So today I'm going to walk you through exactly what I'm feeling and then how I daily anchor myself uh, in what God is saying. Matthew 4, 4 says, I don't live by bread alone, but by the word of God, by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I don't live by a, a sale or a purchase or a, a um, bank account or a donation uh, or a business income. I live by what God says. And that's that continual journey. Deuteronomy Eight, it talks about how God led the Israelites for 40 years through the wilderness to teach them one thing, that you don't live by bread alone. You live by the voice of God, the word of God. It's him that sustains you. It's not food dropping from the sky uh, or from wherever. So I've titled this Fighting for Peace, and that's literally what we do. Now, uh, wherever you're at, I want to encourage you, the fruit of being in peace is that you have joy in the moment. You get to have joy and experience that. And I'm going to unpack a little bit of that in terms of the practical application. But firstly, I want to start where I would start. So uh, when you're in the middle of a situation like this and you don't know what to do and you have to do something, you cannot sit still uh, because you're moving, There's everything around you is moving. And I just know that the faith position is leaning forward and not leaning forward out of fear, but leaning forward because I know that as I walk, that he guides my steps, not as I stand. So there's a time to stand still and there's a time to move forward. And for us, that is, we know that God, everything God has said is move forward. Trust me. And I'm like, uh, okay, is my foot going to be firm? Well, I've got to trust him in that as well. So we're over here. We've rented a vehicle. We've rented a house to stay in. And at the end of this week, we're actually supposed to be over here anyway. So we, Janine and I, have got an executive retreat. There's about 28 business women. Uh, a lady, Emma Sharma, is leading this retreat with Swallowtail Group. That's her company. And we get the privilege of actually being the guests or speakers or facilitators of that retreat, which is going to be absolutely outstanding. So what do I do? Well, day by day, I'm looking into scripture with what God is saying. So uh, this is yesterday. I picked up and uh, yesterday was the 18th of April. So when I don't know where to go, I'll default to the date. And that would be the day that matches to the proverb, so the chapter of Proverbs. So, Or 
uh, in this case, I just went to, I just was pondering, Holy Spirit, where do I read today? What, what do you want to say to me? And I was just, uh, just a thought popped into mind, Psalm 18, or Proverbs, actually Proverbs 18 yesterday, Psalm 17 the day before. So as I read through that, I'm looking for what stands out or what uh, grips or it's like a light bulb or grips my spirit, you might say, or impacts you or maybe moves you emotionally, but you don't even know why. Something causes a life to come inside you. So John 6, 63 said, says, Jesus says, my words are spirit and they are life. So I'm looking at what releases life. It may not make sense to you in the moment, but as you pause and lean into it, then it unpacks. So uh, yesterday, Proverbs 18, 10, and it says this in the Passion Translation, the character of God is a tower of strength. And as I read that, and even as I'm telling you this now, I just feel the presence of God. So what does that feel like? That feels like for me, a warmth running down my back, Uh, like someone's rubbing my shoulders, but no one's doing that. So I've learned that for me, that's the presence of God. It's peace. And in the Passion Translation, it has this thing you can click on in the Version app, and it tells you a little bit more. It says that there's a homonym, which is the same word has a different meaning. So the homonym for the character of God, so homonym for that is also a tower of strength, also is translated a bed of flowers. So the character of God is a tower of strength and also a bed of flowers. And it carries on. For the lovers of God delight to run into his heart and be exalted on high. So pause on that. Combine that with what I was reading the day before. Because I suddenly, it's like, oh my gosh, this goes back to this. So Psalm 17, 4 to 6, also in the Passion Translation says this. Following your word has kept me from wrong. Following your word has kept me from wrong. Your ways have molded my footsteps, keeping me from going down the paths of the violent. My steps follow in the tracks of your chariot wheels, always staying in their path, never straying from your way. You will answer me, God. I know you always will. Hear my words like you always do as you listen to my every prayer. So Psalm 17 is like a prayer that echoes what my prayer or my heart is saying. God, keep me in your way. As I step out, I'm following your word. I'm doing the best that I know how to listen and follow. And I'm trusting you. God, don't let me go to the left or the right. I guide my eye as we look at properties in our situation. So what do I do when I put those two things together? So here's what I wrote down. I'm fighting for peace and direction and transition and uncertainty. God's word and ways are my anchor, strength, hiding place, protection and safety unmoving, impenetrable, bulletproof, fixed and firm, a shield of defense, resolute. It's tense and high adrenaline, but it's strong and stable. That That is this uh, part where I said Proverbs 18, the character of God. I can trust his character. That is the tracks of his chariot wheels. That's his character, his ways. I'm walking in his steps. It becomes a tower of strength. It's all of those words. 
I stay in him and he's my anchor, my strength, my hiding place, my protection, my safety. I am, even when the enemy is lobbing grenades of fear, uncertainty or insecurity or anxiety, I am resolute, fixed and firm. Like those things aren't going to, I might be wavering or quivering a little bit, but I will not be crushed or broken because his character is a strong tower. It's like a fortress around me, a shield of defense. And at the same time, it's like on the other side of the coin, it says his character, that's his, the, this chariot wheels, this, this nature, the ways that I'm following him. This is the homonym. That same tower of strength can also mean a bed of flowers. You're thinking, what on earth? Well, it brings me back to this memory. My grandmother Back in New Zealand, they were farmers in, in the United States. You'd say ranches. They had perhaps 3,000 sheep, um, maybe 100 or so cows. And they, they had this property. And she had this garden, which was beautiful. It was green. There were always flowers. And I remember being a little boy going to play and stay with my grandmother. And we would go around and we'd search and we'd play. We never had a care in the world. The garden smelled so beautiful. It's like the only care that we had day by day was whether grandma would let us have one fish with our fish and chips or two. Because we would only ever get one at home. But with grandma, you'd possibly get two. Probably never about to eat it. But just that's what it was like with grandma. Well, I go back to that memory when I think of the character of God as like a fortress, a strong tower, and also a bed of flowers where the only care that I have is whether I'm going to have to choose, I get to choose one fish or two. So what does that practically mean? Where as I ponder and I meditate on that, as I just think over it and over it again, so I'm not just reading through and bouncing over the scripture, but I'm pausing, I'm turning aside, I'm thinking, what would that look like? What would that feel like? A fixed tower, and at the same time, this bed of flowers, this peace, and this comfort that I can rest even in the middle of uncertainty and not knowing. I can trust that as I walk in his ways, these uh, the tracks of his wagon wheels, I can walk in the ruts, his word guides me. His, his word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. As I anchor myself in that, it releases peace and comfort and joy in the middle of the moment. So what do I practically do? I do both. I hold fixed, firm, resolute, and then I lean into the comfort and the peace where I can just breathe and be still. I meditate on his character in ways that are the tracks that I walk in, protection and comfort. I follow his way to victory. As I walk, I anchor my heart in his character and he will keep me from wrong decisions or wrong timing. I trust he will answer me. So we go back to look at houses. Yesterday, we looked at six there wasn't a single one that was perfect. And there was one that's like, oh my gosh, this is this. If we put $60,000 into the basement, we could convert this. It would be perfect. But then the kitchen still wouldn't be big enough for what we do in hosting groups. The backyard was perfect. 
but none of them were like none of them overall had that sense of this is the right one it was hard it was difficult there's times that i'm like are we ever going to find what we need and then i'm faced with well we haven't sold our house anyway so i can't any offer that I'm going to put in is going to be a contingent on sale. And just so you know what the market's like over here, a property went on the market two days ago. They were taking offers yesterday and they had multiple offers. And these, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And yet we're still sitting like, God, our place hasn't sold yet. Have we missed something? I go back to the character of God as a tower of strength and a bed of flowers for the lovers of God who delight to run into his heart and be exalted on high. He will lift me as I lean and hold on to his character. Psalm 17, 4-6 Following your word has kept me from wrong. As I follow his word, I will not make a wrong decision. Because his ways have molded my footsteps. His ways keep me from going down the paths of the violent. Or his ways keep me from going astray. My steps follow in the tracks of your chariot wheels. Always staying in their path. Never straying from your way. So I can pray, God, thank you that you're guiding me, that you're guiding my eye as we look at properties. You're guiding me as we listen to wise counsel, the agent, the real estate agent that we have here, that you bless him and give him wisdom and what he advises us. Our real estate agent back home, that you give us wisdom and guide us in the way. The wise counselors and people around us, thank you that we will not stray from your path never straying from your way. You will answer me, God. I know you always will. Hear my words like you always do. You always hear me as you listen to every prayer. So I stay in his chariot wheels. I follow the good shepherd. So that was yesterday. We found nothing today. There's a two other houses that we've found. One of them is outside of our price range. But yesterday, We'd been praying, God, guide our eye. And we just happened to stumble over this one. So we're like, huh, well, I'm going to lean into stumble. Uh, Moses stumbled across a burning bush. It's like he caught his attention and he paused and stepped aside. So right now, it's impossible. So perfect. We can go and, go and have a look if they'll let us. And we'll go have a look and we'll just see what the Lord says. Uh, there's another one we're going to look at tomorrow. And that looks really good also. But what we've learned is what looks good on photos is not always good in practice and sometimes vice versa. So we're in process. We're walking it out, but I'm trusting. And when I trust, it, it releases peace and joy. I can be more present in the moment in the ups and the downs. And here's a couple of other practical keys. So one, I've been talking about perspective. When I anchor myself in God's perspective, it's going to be okay. It's going to be easy. I can trust Him. I can have joy. But here's another piece. There's two other components of joy to stay in joy. Uh, and so number one is perspective. Number two is gratitude, is pausing and just saying, what am I grateful for? Even that we're over here looking at houses that 
even four years ago, there's no way we could have even imagined doing this financially. The fact that we're in the position to be able to look at the houses in this price bracket of this caliber, of this quality, that's just a walking miracle. I am so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that I'm not in a bombed out house in Europe, in Ukraine, and what they're walking through. I'm so grateful for what we get to do. God, let me make it count. Let me not shrink back or settle, but actually let me lean forward and take full advantage of the freedom that I get to walk in. I can look around me and just be so grateful that how the Lord has led, how I get to be here with my wife, how my kids are managing themselves really well and I can trust them back home. So number one, perspective number two, gratitude number three, is your ability to be generous. This week, we get to be generous in pouring ourselves out for this executive retreat. I'm so looking forward to that. That's going to be so good because it keeps me in perspective and keeps me pouring out. There is always someone around you that has something that you could offer to, whether that's financial, but more often it's encouragement, it's joy, it's grace, it's wisdom, it's practical helps. And as I choose to be generous, regardless of the circumstance, I find that I get to walk in joy. And joy is a great indication of regardless of what's going on, I am winning the fight to hold my peace. Hey, I bless you. Have a wonderful week. If you want to find out more, check out heaveninbusiness.com. Just one or two weeks away, we'll be uploading a brand new website, which is going to be pretty exciting. But have a wonderful week and keep the good fight to hold your peace.